Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. On this episode of the Surgeon Masters Mini Podcast, I have a guest, Dr. Paul Deschant. Paul is an experienced physician executive, leadership coach, and expert on physician burnout. Paul, thanks for being with us. It's great to be here, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Paul, so you have an excellent book out on physician burnout, and obviously you've dealt many, many years working with physician executives and leaders in all areas of medicine. Did I leave anything out that you want to highlight that kind of gives us the foundation for this knowledge that you've accumulated? You know, I spent 25 years practicing family medicine during that time and and for five years after that was in management roles, including CEO of a 300 physician group where we were able to transform that group around the theme of returning joy to patient care, um, improving uh, physician satisfaction, as well as getting recognized as the top performer in the state of California a couple of years in a row. So what we did work, it actually improved the organizational performance and financials, as well as improved the experience for the docs. And it really is based on what we'll talk about today, which is what drives burnout and how do we address that? Excellent. And, you know, I think that many in our audience can appreciate this discussion that we're going to have. I understand that, you know, one of the reasons I got enticed by this was your blog on Maslow's needs. And at some point, we hope to bring that discussion together. But, you know, we spend a lot of time on the personal aspects of burnout, but you're really on the organizational side, really trying to make a big impact on the changes here. And you just described some substantial changes in that area. Tell us a little bit more about these drivers. Yeah, you know, one of the things that for the last six years I've been working as a consultant, and during that time focused on burnout, I've actually had the pleasure of getting to know Christina Maslock, who created the Maslock Burnout Inventory. I've gotten to know her personally and worked with her. And most people are aware of the, you know, the manifestations of burnout she described, the emotional exhaustion, depersonalization or cynicism, and that sense of inefficacy. Not as many people are aware of the drivers which actually lead to burnout. And the key message there is that the problem with burnout is not the worker, it's the workplace. And we often end up blaming ourselves for burning out. We think we can't handle it. The problem is the workplace is overwhelming. And even the most resilient people in the world struggle to maintain, particularly in a healthcare workplace, because the drivers are so significant. And I can just run through those and you'll get a sense of that as we do that. The first driver is work overload. And, you know, we work in very chaotic, time-pressured environments where information overload is becoming more overwhelming as well. And when we're overloaded, we start to feel like we've lost control. And control is an important value for physicians. And people count on us to take control. You know, we've spent 10 years plus getting trained so that when we need to take control, we can. In fact, control is one of those sort of unwritten rewards we're looking for when we enter the profession. We also obviously look for some reward of professional status and kind of a reward of collegiality. We know we're going to be connected with like-minded colleagues. So insufficient reward is that third driver of burnout. The fourth one actually pertains to that reward of looking for collegiality because it's breakdown of community. When we're not able to connect with our colleagues, particularly after when we're working prior to COVID, when we were working so hard, we had little time. The doctor's lounges were empty. Things just didn't happen the same. 
after COVID, we're forced to isolate even further from each other. So that community breakdown has become more significant. And as we've gotten disconnected, we then start to feel and wonder whether our life is pretty tough. Are others or are they not? And in fact, are we really in a situation that's fair? An absence of fairness is the fifth driver of burnout. And there's multiple factors now impacting fairness in healthcare. Certainly, the questions around adequate PPE, how that's distributed across the country, across society, across healthcare institutions, even within a city, can raise questions. Prior to COVID, issues as, as the healthcare workforce and physician workforce became more and more diverse, there are many questions of fairness when impacts around your gender, your race, or your country of origin result in you being judged differently than someone like myself. You know, I'm an older white male. I call myself a pale stale male. I've never had people question my validity based on the way I look, but half the workforce and more now deal with that on a regular basis. And it's just another challenge we all have to be aware of and, and deal with effectively. And then ultimately, the last of the six drivers is conflicting values. Are, are my personal values as a physician really aligned with this healthcare system that I now work for? And how do I deal with that? All of these feed into each other and have a direct impact on the workplace. Work overload drives the emotional exhaustion. But those other five drivers around control, reward, community, fairness, and values, those are the ones that drive the, the cynicism or depersonalization. The more we understand that, the better we're able then have an impact on our direct uh, workplace and ultimately on our organizations. Yeah, and I reminded my audience on a fairly frequent basis that I've had experiences with burnout in the past and I think experienced burnout intermittently throughout ongoing aspects of my career. And just the, the words and the phrases that you're describing seem to me to correlate pretty well and I think in some ways, maybe I'm unique, but I don't know, all of these kind of contribute because it makes sense. Like our values, a sense of fairness, was it worth it, you know, in the sense of a reward? I definitely heal from the burnout by restoration of community and a sense of control and managing that workload. So really, really correlates with my experience, both as a practicing surgeon, as well as my work as a coach too. So great stuff. So knowing the drivers, it sounds like beginning with that awareness, but then there's a next step. Like, how do we move forward? Moving forward uh, stepwise through the drivers is an opportunity. And this really varies based on everybody's individual situation. But recognize that, that work overload is a key driver. And there's when we do surveys, it's very rare to find places that where the physicians aren't work overloaded. There's different uh, senses whether people are you know dealing with how much cynicism they're dealing with, but everybody's dealing with exhaustion and overload. Being aware of that and working to eliminate stuff that you don't need to be doing. You know, we, we've created a situation where we're the highest paid data entry clerks in the world, and working with by removing data entry and other administrivia, we can have huge impacts. A lot of the ability to do that gets into those other drivers around control and community and fairness. But identifying even small things, working with your local team in your office or your unit in the hospital to either get rid of work or redistribute work can have a big impact. And if you can do it without outside support, that's great. There's many ways to get outside support as well that can work well. Well, thanks so much, Paul. I think what our hopes is with this mini podcast is, is draw people into 
learn some more from you. And my hope is that you can give us a little tease into how this correlates the Maslow drivers to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, it's a very interesting correlation. And when I think about the opposite of burnout, I think about professional fulfillment as a you know, Tate Shanafelt, the leading researcher at Stanford and driver of the whole chief wellness officer effort, he talked about professional fulfillment as the opposite of burnout. I think of that as our ability to focus deeply on what's most important to us. So being able to connect deeply with our patients, being able to truly focus on a procedure that we're doing so we know we're doing it as effectively as possible. If we're teaching, to be able to focus on our learners or doing research, you know, focus there and without all of the additional distractions. As we move up the Maslow's hierarchy from physiology up through self-actualization, really when we're in our zone, when we're deeply connected to our work, that's when we're in that self-actualization zone as well. So we can talk through that. So that's uh, great information. We have the drivers and now we have a a tease into Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Hope uh, everyone will join us on an extended version of this podcast. Uh, Thanks so much, Dr. Deshant, for sharing that with us. Jeff, I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Dr. Paul Deschamps. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.